Welcome to the Kingdom Life Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Dustin Box. For more great content, visit klcmain.com. Oh my gosh. Okay, listen, Matthew, Matthew chapter 6, if, you, if you're in your Bible, I want you to go, we want to, I want to look at the Lord's Prayer this morning. Because there's, there's something so profound in, in something we quote all the time. You know, if um, you or maybe your grandma has a wooden placard with like a metal piece with an engraving of the Lord's Prayer in some sort of nice font, you know, and there's probably like a beautiful, serene background to it. You guys know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. We, we've, we've all seen them. You've, you've all gotten a card probably with the Lord's Prayer on it, you know, a bookmark maybe. Uh, should I go on? <laughs> a birthday cake maybe? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> And what happens is, is this absolutely theologically rich portion of scripture gets sort of muted in our spirit because we're so used to seeing it. Jesus actually, in Matthew chapter six, Jesus sets up the Lord's prayer by actually countering it. Like he describes sort of a faulty way to pray and then jumps into the Lord's prayer. And it actually sets, it actually sets the perspective that he wants you to see this prayer from. He talks about vain repetition. He talks about like begging heaven, not recognizing that God actually knows everything in your heart, all the desires of your heart before you ever ask. He, he sets this up, and I, I, we're just going to touch this really quickly. It says, and when you pray, don't use vain repetition. Uh, this is verse 7. Vain repetitions as the heathens do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. And before that, he actually talks about religious people standing on the street corner and praying in really loud language so that everyone can see them and see how spiritual they are and see how, how, how close to God they are because they're, you, does that make sense? It's like this, this thing. For they think they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, now this is important because it, it's saying, he's, he's contrasting and comparing these two, these two positions. Therefore, do not be like them. For your father knows the things which you have need of before you ask him. So now this is really important because the prayer he's about to give you, it's not that you repeat this prayer. It's not that it's the only prayer that you pray, but it's, it's filled with theological perspectives on how to engage heaven. That he's saying, listen, don't, like, if your prayer is consumed with requests of God, you, you misunderstand who he is and who you are. Like, vain repetitions doesn't just mean, like, like come do this, 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 come do this. It's, it's this idea that I'm just begging heaven to do something. It doesn't recognize the position that you have actually been placed in, which means that you're not praying from authority. It means that you're not understanding that heaven and, like, is, is eagerly waiting to engage what you're praying and what you're contending for. There's like this, this gap. And so he's like, listen, understand, you have a, like this incredible father that knows all of the needs before you ever ask them. Like, so pray like this. First line, our father who art in heaven. Think about that for just a moment. The very beginning of the prayer sets a posture and a relational connection to the creator of the universe our father. Now this is like, I understand that like it's, it could be very, very easy for us to just be like, yeah, I get that. But I, 
I need you to understand that the position of prayer is actually not begging heaven or asking God to intervene. It's actually a relational positioning. That you have been adopted as a son and daughter of God. You have been made an heir of the kingdom, an heir of heaven, a co-heir with Christ. Do you understand what that means? Like, do, do you under, understand that like, like if, if there was a king that stepped in and adopted you, okay, and was like, listen, you are going to inherit this kingdom. With my other son here, you're going to be a co-heir with him. Do you understand how silly it would be to go in every day and just ask this king for like, hey, king, can I have a bicycle? Not that those things are unimportant. You know, king, like, king, can, can, um, can I just like have a few bucks to go do this? Like not understanding, he's like, yeah, like, of course. Like, why are you even asking me? Like, this is all yours. Just go get one. Like, understand that the engagement that the father is asking you to step into isn't, isn't just in that low place. It's not that those prayers aren't important. It's not that those requests are not important. There's other verses that talk about supplication, that talk about making requests known to God, right? These, those prayers are part of the package. But there's a fundamental difference when you understand that you are, you are positioned in with a really good father who is invested in your authority and rulership here on this planet. There's this story that I love. Um, one of my good friends in Reading, Gabe Valenzuela, his, his dad is, his father-in-law is Bill Johnson, so he married Bill's daughter. And this was many years ago. They were getting ready to do a hunting trip in Montana. And it was like one of their first hunting trips. So they don't have like good camo gear. They had to get like specially insulated stuff because it's super crazy cold where they were going to go. And so you have Brian Johnson, Eric Johnson, and Gabe in this hunting store with Bill, Right? And they're like getting their stuff. I mean, if anyone's had to upgrade their camo insulated gear, you understand it's, it's expensive. Like, especially when you go to like really expensive hunting stores and stuff. So they're in a nice one, right? So Bill is, is first in line, right? <laughs> Has his stuff on, on the line. They're all like in line behind him. And, and Brian, the younger son, right? I love this. Looks over at the other two. <laughs> without, without pause, goes, watch this. I, this is exactly what he goes, watch this, and sets his stuff up next to his dad's, okay? Bill, without skipping a beat, pays for his, and then grabs his and pays for his. And Eric and Gabe are sitting there watching this take place like, wait, <laughs> wait, I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> like, hold on, it's like several hundred dollars. Like, hold on a second, like, but it, like that moment passed. And it was one of the most beautiful displays of you can be God's child and miss out on the blessing because you don't understand the permission he's given you as his, as his son or daughter. You can be standing in the checkout line and miss out on the fact that it's, it's like a no-brainer for him to extend provision into your life. That you're not praying because you're begging God to help you out. You're actually stepping into a place of authority and relational connection to your father. Are you guys tracking? So this is like so critical because even think about like when you, when you pray for healing. Think about the language that you use when you pray for healing. 
when you're praying for a situation that you're facing, circumstances that you're, pre- that you're facing, how many of us pray from this, this position of con- like begging, begging God to do something? Please, if it's your will, if, if you can just find it in the goodness of your heart to heal this person or to heal me or to step in or invade this marriage, like good prayers, things that you should be praying, but it's like you're standing in the checkout line and God's like confused that you haven't put your stuff on the belt for him to pay for. Like, please, please pay for this. Just please. And he's like, I, I don't even understand why you're asking. Just set your stuff up here, please. Like, Move it along. There's bigger things like I want to do with you. Are you guys tracking? And it's such, it's such a shift in perspective, like from the beginning, the Lord's Prayer. So then the next line, right? Maybe we can do one more. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The very first thing is an extension of the authority that it should be resting on your life. You guys catch this. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. So it's, it's actually our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. It's actually worship first. Recognition, recognition of position, of relational connection, followed by worship. Followed by engaging heaven, hallowed be your name. There's no one like you, Jesus. And then the, the very next thing that takes place is an extension of the authority that is resting on our life as heirs of heaven, that our job as ambassadors is actually to contend for the kingdom of heaven to be manifest in this place, that his will is accomplished on this planet. And it's an extension of this relational position with him, that, that Jesus came into the world, world with, with this heart of reconciliation that, that we now carry, that we're meant to engage with, like, I said this the other night, and like, uh, this is like some strong statements, but like, when you look into the world, any place that you see darkness, any place you see perversion, any place you see brokenness, any place you see sin or devastation or loss, it is a place that the kingdom of heaven has yet to be manifested because believers have not stood in their place to contend for heaven. To, to, to rule and reign in that place. Every place. I understand it's a war. Like, I get that it's a battleground. It's not just as easy as just, like, waving a wand around. But we have to understand that, like, we, we sit sometimes in these positions and complain about darkness. We complain about brokenness in this place in society or the school system or the justice system. We don't understand that it's it's actually the believer's mandate to step into the authority that has been extended onto your life and contend for heaven to come so that heaven's rulership, that the will of heaven would be manifested in that place. That the will of heaven would be accomplished in and through the justice system. Do you understand? That the, that the will of heaven would be accomplished every time students gather and a teacher's teaching. That the will of heaven would be accomplished in your workplace. Instead of complaining about having a wicked boss, what if you were positioned there to bring the kingdom of heaven? 
I, I know this is a familiar message to many of us, but there's just this, I just feel like there's this reminding that God is calling our attention back to this fundamental place with him. And like the testimonies from this last week, I'm telling you, man, when you, when you take time to worship, recognize position, he's a good father. And all of a sudden, it's like, heaven come, your will be accomplished. It all of a sudden becomes freeing and really easy. <laughs> like not easy in the sense of like, like, oh, we don't have to do anything. Easy in the sense that like, we're not forcing things to happen, but we've created space for the Holy Spirit to flow and to manifest in the most powerful and profound ways, knowing exactly what people need. We're not having to coach people into a response to his presence, that they are responding and the Holy Spirit is speaking to them exactly what it is they need to hear. The number of teenagers, you guys, over this week were just through what was happening where they were like, I wanted this but this is the situation, this is what God spoke to me. And in the uniqueness of where they were at, the Holy Spirit meeting them and bringing healing to their heart and flowing through them in the most powerful ways. You guys, and it starts, it starts with this, our Father. This recognition of like, oh wow, like I've been asking and contending from a distance. But you've actually given me permission to just set my stuff on the conveyor belt next to yours. That like all of a sudden now my, my focus, my focus is in making space for your kingdom to manifest that your will is accomplished in this place. Not my agenda, not my will, not even the things that I think are an issue, but allowing your kingdom to be established and your will, the will of heaven to be manifest in these situations.